from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The amount of coronavirus vaccine coming into Ohio has been less than expected, Kevin Landers reports. Governor Mike DeWine acknowledged that Ohio was getting fewer doses than originally thought from Pfizer. The state says it will receive 52,800 fewer doses in its second shipment that was previously estimated. The governor said that was always the case and blamed miscommunication on the number of doses. Governor DeWine said he wasn't concerned, saying our goal, quote, is to get as much of the vaccine as we can into as many arms as we can. The vaccine is a scarce resource, and we have to deploy that strategically, a smart way as we can to save lives. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network. Despite unsuccessful efforts by some in the state legislature to repeal House Bill 6, which would add a little bit to everyone's electric bill, it won't go into effect anyway. Yolanda Harris explains. A Franklin County judge ruled in favor of a lawsuit that calls the bill unconstitutional. It would raise electric rates to help pay for the bailout of two nuclear power plants in Ohio, but was centered around a scandal that saw several people, including Ohio's former House Speaker, to be arrested. The ruling blocks the law from going into effect, and Governor DeWine is asking the legislature to repeal and replace the bill. I'm Yolanda Harris. School district leaders around the state have long worried about how students would be affected by remote learning. In Akron, the early results are not positive. Brandon Simmons has the story. It's a trend that concerns Akron school leaders. This should be an alarm for us. That's Dr. Ellen McWilliams-Woods, chief academic officer for Akron Public Schools, speaking at last week's board meeting. That's where she revealed the number of students receiving Fs have increased significantly from last year. This year, 20.3% of students failed math in the first quarter versus 12.3% last year. So far, the second quarter isn't looking any better a serious concern when it comes to graduating seniors. I'm Brandon Simmons. Many of Ohio's restaurants say they're barely hanging on during the pandemic and are turning to unique ways to keep customers. Angela Ann reports. Many restaurants are adding those heated tents and igloo-style bubbles for smaller groups. But what's the safest option? Well, OSU epidemiologist Dr. Bill Miller says the best is takeout, but if you choose to dine in person, sitting outdoors... That can be safe as long as it's ventilated between patrons. The issue, if it's a closed-in space and they rapidly turn the tables over, that won't be so safe. Many restaurants have installed air purification systems to maintain that safe environment. I'm Angela Ann. With Christmas just a few days away, Governor Mike DeWine is again asking Ohioans to stay home. More from Laura Queso. The governor reported more than 8,000 Ohioans have died of COVID since the start of the pandemic. He's asking Ohioans to repeat what you did over Thanksgiving. Celebrate small. We're just asking Ohioans to one more time step up uh, as the vaccines have started coming in. And there's great hope. There was a 60 to 70 percent reduction in the number of contacts people had over this Thanksgiving compared to last. I'm Laura Queso. A suspicious vehicle call on the north side of Columbus at around 1.30 this morning led to a police officer fatally shooting a man. Krista Frost has more. Only about 20 minutes after officers arrived, officers fired shots. Now it's what happened leading to those shots fired that officers can't detail just yet. We were called about a car that was running and some type of either suspicious person or someone tied to that particular car. Right now we don't even know if the interaction between the officer and the person that was shot has anything to do with that accident. 
actual car. That man was taken to Riverside Hospital and pronounced dead around 2.30 this morning. The officer involved will be placed on administrative leave. BCI is now investigating this shooting. Christopher Frost reporting in Columbus. The demolition company that lost workers in a southern Ohio power plant collapse near the Ohio River says recovery efforts for the last person will continue into next month. More on this from ONN's Dave James. Patrick Crowley, a spokesman for the Detroit-based Adamo Group, says recovery work is expected to be complete in mid to late January. Crowley says in a statement the company is taking direction from federal safety authorities in recovery efforts and is cooperating fully with efforts to determine the cause of the collapse of the former Killen Generating Station on December 9th in Adams County. Three workers at the site survived while two were lost. Dave James, I went in news. To the east of Columbus, a man has been charged with murder three weeks after the incident that caused a Newark man's death. Molly Brewer has more. 40-year-old Raymond Inman is facing charges for his alleged involvement in the death of Michael Stoner. Police say Inman and Stoner were involved in an altercation of some kind in early December. Well, that's when Stoner checked himself into a hospital with injured ribs, and that led to pneumonia and his eventual death on December 18th. I'm Molly Brewer. And there's trouble brewing within some of Ohio State's athletic programs. Dave James has the details. Ohio State says today it has banned women's basketball, women's golf, and fencing from postseason play for the current or upcoming season due to NCAA infractions. In a statement issued by the Department of Athletics, the university said they're working with the NCAA. The statement did not discuss what the infractions were, citing NCAA rules. The school says the postseason bans are self-imposed. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.